0: This principle of success is called the Mastermind Principle.
1: The, 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 the Mastermind Your Life podcast. podcast. If you're wanting to realize your ideas, goals, and dreams, and on the journey of masterminding your life, it's time for the podcast made just for you. This is the Mastermind Your Life Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. With Tolu Owo Yemi. Owo Yemi hey hey hey! what's going on my masterminders welcome to another episode of mastermind your life we got marie lewis in the house business automation expert and virtual assistant maestro welcome 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 marie
0: thank you thank you how are you doing today i'm
1: good i'm good i'm I'm excited another day above the ground so I, i can't complain exactly
0: I like that. I've never heard someone say it like that before, so that's cool.
1: Yeah, I feel like because I, you gotta have like your message down pat. So whenever somebody, (laughs) I'm always like, oh, it's another day above the ground, and they're like, oh, okay, sounds
0: cool. (laughs) That is different. I've never heard it before, so that's I might steal that from you. Hey, go go
1: ahead, go ahead. We got a whole lot more coming (laughs) your way. Awesome. So now, thank you for you know when I first saw your profile, uh, Royal Assistance, and I was seeing everything that you're doing, I was like. This is pretty amazing because I feel like there's this explosion of entrepreneurship nowadays and you see it in so many different forms, shapes and manners. But a lot of it is still in the infancy, still at the beginning stages. And I feel like that's where. A lot of what you it doesn't really like no matter what stage you are in, really, you're you're Mm -hmm. going to need automations. You're going to need virtual assistants in some way, shape, form or manner. So, um, Yeah. yeah. Tell us about how you came into knowing about like automations and, you know, VAs and things of that nature, because that's a whole world right there.
0: It is, and it's crazy because I think that there is just a burst of VAs now, especially since COVID. There's been a lot of um, people who are just trying to embrace the fact that you can do things virtually. Um, and I've come across it a very long time ago. I just didn't really have a label for it or a name. It was just like, I was doing admin work virtually and I was doing things really, you know, on a, on a scale where I wanted to just do it for people. And I wasn't really, um, a company until I said, Hey, I should make this a real business. Mm. you know. And so doing automation was one of the things I've loved because I don't like doing things repetitively. Sometimes it's like. One of those tedious tasks that you're like, I can figure a way to not do this every day. So <laughs> I kind of just figured certain things out and I figured tools out. And then it just became as if it was just second nature. I figured how to, you know, find the right tools. And then because things are advancing so quickly, Everything just made it so easy. It was like one thing worked and the other one worked, and then you can connect those two things, and that's how automation came about. So I've been doing it for quite some while, quite a while now, and I think I'm in love with it. More and more, I do it every day.
1: You see, this way we're gonna use the media board. Listen, yeah. hey. there we go. We got our whole audience in here cheering you on. Classic. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you okay so you know and and it's interesting because to even i I love automations too as well i'm not going to lie to you zapier you know being able to connect to so many different programs and softwares yes and it is just like man thank god because i ain't going to be going in there and doing a hickory dickory dock every single you know redundant work and um i mean i love zapier i'll just be looking at zapier like "Mm," like you know thank you for you know this like (laughs) you the best. Like, you know, Zapier's got your back. (laughs) You know, you set up the zap. You show you want to run? Yeah, go ahead. Do you, boo-boo. Exactly. (laughs) And, but even, I feel like for people to know about, like, the automation and the Zapiers and the IFTTs and the, you know, whichever programs that are out there that can do this, you have to either be in uh business that needs it or like how how was mm-hmm. that initial like how did you start you kind of give us a background on like where you came from was it in college you started learning about this like did you have parents they were like entrepreneurs and you were helping them with a lot of different things you know t- t- Marie tell us about your um your upbringing your background
0: well my parents are Christians who are pastors and my dad is a bishop my mom is a pastor so it's like we. They needed me to do all the things. Oh, wow. So I had to figure it out. Like at my church right now, I do all of the tech work. So I, I it was a God gifted talent, I believe, because I was able to figure out all of the media tech and all of the computer works. So I do the projectors. I play the drums here. So it's like it's a different type of vibe. But it came into play when I really just started to YouTube. And YouTube is such a vast. I mean, YouTube could be its own academy, own college, if need be, okay? Because people need to get diplomas from YouTube. But I learned a lot from YouTube, and I learned a lot from just testing things out. When I was younger, I used to take apart computers and put them back together, and it was just a, a task I liked doing. So it was one of those things where I said, okay, well, if I can find easier ways to do things, I'm not going to do this every day the same way. So I was using tools like Zapier and I found, you know, how to put tools together. And I kind of allow that to manifest in itself. And, um, my parents were in much in love with that because now I'm their secretary. You know, I do all the things They call me when the phone isn't working or something. But I think um, as I did it for my own self and through other, you know, for other people, I realized that it's an actual thing that people need that they don't realize they need. Big time. So, you know, it's a a growing process.
1: Oh, wow. This this is amazing. Uh, I'm excited that I'm talking to you (laughs) because, first of all, I'm trying to get into like pastoral, like studies and theology and stuff like that. So uh, I'm super excited. So we could probably chop that up at another time or something of that nature and to Definitely. hear because you know I always felt like it's better you know when you're um, quote unquote in the jungle like learning how to put together like like hey mm-hmm. I need this the, the program has to go up da 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 because right. you know certain people unless like you're, you're tech savvy you know as you get mm-hmm. older and like they don't know they be looking at that stuff like it's a different language like they be like yo yep Click here, click here for what? Yeah. And (laughs) you know, as you get older, you kind of like out of touch. So it's like, you had that hands-on training to like troubleshoot and like learn and like pick up new skills as time was going on. Now, we're going to talk about like some of your favorite automations, but like peeking into like the VAs, I think VAs are probably the most Like, it's one of the most
0: profitable businesses right now
1: I, I would say that but i feel like they're so underappreciated like because they are when i think the label v they shouldn't use the label va maybe business assistant or something like that because yeah. the virtual assistant like when you think of virtual and then assistant you put those two words it kind of yeah. like brings down the value of value of it and especially <laughs> depending on the type of va that you're using like i i uh i have a digital marketing agency with my co-founder and we have a va emmy emmy is she's she's a lifesaver because she's basically become a living breathing thinking component of the business that can help and i feel like the longer the va stays with your business because you're dealing with a human being that can learn and store so the more they get to understand but talk to us about like how your VA experiences or kind of like how you were even like, oh, okay, I've already been doing this and talk to us about like some of those early beginnings.
0: Yeah. So the early parts of being a VA was so much, like you said, it was very much so unvalued, undervalued, and it was unappreciated in a sense where no one really understood what I was doing and why I was doing it. So like, virtually, because of the simple fact that, you know, you would think of, um, executive assistant or a business assistant yeah. or whatever it is that you'll see. A lot of people didn't understand what a VA was. And then because they've hyphenated it and says it's the VA instead of a virtual assistant, they lose the value of actual assistance. So when I started, um, I had to always explain myself. Mm. Like, oh, I'm just doing a lot of things like this. I know I'm just doing regular administrative work. I'm just doing a lot of, you know, data entries or whatever the case is um and so it was kind of like a harder beginning until um as of late where it became more of a popular brand um but i had to really self ex i think self-explore and figure out what kind of title to give myself in that, mm. in that stage um and it was hard because I didn't really know what to call myself. I was just the person helping out. I was a secretary. <laughs> so, oh wow. It's still hard. It's still hard. But I think now, um, little by little it's becoming more of a value, you know? More of a value. Yeah,
1: and I, I think the branding and marketing is so like especially with us millennials, like you could you could do nothing. But because your branding and marketing is on point, people want to pay you, people want to buy whatever it is that you're selling. Yeah. Yep. And meanwhile, you can be the president of a country. And if your branding is not on point, I mean, come on, <laughs> get out of here, Joe. I ain't trusting you. <laughs> get get off me. Exactly. Um, so, you know, and I feel like not only that, but well, what's your understanding of like protocols and procedures and kind of like how that plays into business?
0: I think it depends. It is definitely case by case, because some people prioritize different structures over others. For example, I know a lot of people, they like to have a lot of, um, like things documented. A lot of people like to have a lot of things kind of like there are is they are kind of like they adjust things when they need to adjust things, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so a lot of times I think, I try to approach each business with an open mind because I've come across a lot of people who just kind of do things a lot of uh, differently in a sense where they may not think about the fundamentals of organizing a client experience Mm. or they may think that they don't have like, you know, the structure of making sure that you have a task manager, you know, things like that. So a lot of times I try to instill in, in companies that there should be some sort of structure that you have. Ooh,
1: okay, and there you, you go. This this is wifey us. right here. This is, oh my God, yo, there <laughs> you if go. you don't
0: know that, it's kind of like they do things sporadically and then they wonder why they're so everywhere and chaotic and their business isn't functioning. Just like branding in itself, you need to have some sort of branding structure. That's right. What are your, you know, what is your audience who are you approaching Um, and so in that sense I think most times I try to go in with an open mind because I can't say to one company oh you know you need to start doing this when they're already doing that one thing but they're not doing this one thing so it's case by case
1: yeah and you know I feel like eventually you know like you said organizing like a client experience or like there should uh, eventually there should be some kind of solid structure because you know, I was talking to, uh, Jennifer, uh, probably like a couple weeks ago and she's heavy into this, like her whole focus is just protocols and everything like that. And she yeah. was talking about like a client that got sick and he was in the hospital for like maybe two or three weeks or something like that. And uh-huh. the whole business fell apart because everything was yep. in his head. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, I know my business partner is about 10 years older than me. So, you know, wow. when I came in, uh. I didn't know, I had all this energy, but I had, like, no idea about, like, protocols or anything like that. But now, because I have staff and I have team members and I have things of that nature, Mm -hmm. I'm able to, like, delegate a lot of responsibilities. But could, could you talk about, like, delegation and you know and Mm -hmm. i think i saw somebody else on your team i think her name was sani or something like that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. um talk about like the role of delegation in in business and even as you're dealing with clients
0: so i've learned that you cannot do it all by yourself you are not a man a one man shop like as much as you want to be and as much as your brain can function like that way you're literally going to get tired. You need to eat, sleep, and make sure that you're functioning as a human being. So delegation is so very important because you have to separate yourself from not only your business, but also balance yourself into reality. And it's something that we all struggle with in our day-to-day life, right? Um, And so when I first thought about what kind of staff would I need? Mm. You have Emma. Emma is literally someone who is so vital to your company right now, you know? And I think for the most part, you have to be able to give the bits of pieces away that is little enough for you not to focus on. Um, And it can function without you being existent, but you need to still have some kind of authority and positioning over that. Um, And that's where the importance of just knowing what to delegate is. I've delegated a lot of my email tasks and a lot of my social media stuff because I don't need to see that as often as I need to focus on doing most of the background work, Mm -hmm. like making sure that my voice is being heard, making sure that I have the protocols set up and the way and the structure, making sure my automations are working, making sure I'm getting in the clients because I'm the one being client facing. So things like that I focus on, but then when it comes to things like my branding, As much as I want to keep focused on it, I have to make sure that, um, it's set up. My staff can follow it and I can just not worry about it. So it is one of those things where you just have to say, okay, let it go. It's your baby, but you got to let the (laughs) baby walk sometimes. Feed the baby some real food and just move on. So it's hard, but it's, it's something that's necessary.
1: Yep. And to the point of, you know, giving your VA small, task for them to feed mm-hmm. on and chew and learn who you are as a business yes. owner understanding the structure what type of business they're in the energy behind it like there's so many different things but it's just that assimilation process it's kind of like when you're dealing with a client yep. and over the first couple of weeks you start understanding like what kind of person or people they are and how to best yep. you know deal with them and you know handle them so you know I even I think it was this week, yeah, this week, I sent Emmy, like, $50, even though she gets paid normally from, I was like, thank you, Emmy, like, yeah. appreciate you. you, like, you
0: got to send appreciation
1: gifts. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it kind of feels like, you know, like, hey, Emmy, do this, do this, do this, you know, because we as the business, yeah. we're, like, running through, talking to new clients, yep. trying to get things done, putting out fires, you know, talking to staff, like, this, but, and the VA is kind of, like, all the, we re- just you know, this struggle, all,
0: Show the extra leg to them, yeah.
1: Exactly, and um, the VAs. I, I feel like a question that people have is, when should they start looking for a VA, or when? What at what point does somebody need a VA? Mm-hmm.
0: There are so many different answers I can provide for that. The one answer that I think triples off my mind the quickest is when you feel overworked and
1: overwhelmed.
0: Mm. You cannot do it by yourself. It is your company, but you are the visionary and the manifester. You just have to be able to learn how to delegate, and that's important overall. So I think when you need to is when you feel as if you can't function on a day-to-day basis and you're literally working every day from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., 2 a.m. in the morning that's when you need to just delegate it out um and then there's so many different places you can get vas there are a lot of vas sure. in the Philippines where there are a lot you know less cost you know costly than the ones in the in u s but and
1: things like that I think that's and that's interesting that you said that because and it, it did, like that's one thing I've noticed too as well as like there's you 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 kind of get what you pay for. Like, you know, you have to yes. be careful because some VAs you think, Oh, I'm just getting them for $2 an hour. <laughs> I hit a lick. Right. Like, you know, this fin-. and it's like, they, they like, no, me, no speak. Right. Can you break? Like they don't really mm-hmm. understand. You gotta teach them
0: everything. You gotta
1: teach them everything. But the ones you pay a little bit more, sometimes they come with that business experience because they've dealt with several companies. So they understand who she's, they understand like how to deal with a lot of different things. So, you know, is It it's sometimes you got to actually solve like and i think it depends on like how complex the task is because if it's very very yes. redundant you can get anybody to just do that but
0: exactly. as it
1: becomes more and more complex you're going to need somebody like emmy sits on every one of our team meetings and Good. so she's just absorbing you know like the, the yes, back and automation. forth um mm-hmm. and, and and that really helps now when it when it comes to automations i feel like you know, especially, I feel like automations are unknown to people. Like, even VAs yeah. are kind of like unknown. Like, oh, you mean I don't got to do everything myself? <laughs> yes. What? A v- What's that? <laughs> you know, automation. Automation. You mean automotive? <laughs> no, automation. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um,
1: p- people don't. And why do you, I feel like. Because there is no, you know, like people don't, it's like, unless you go to business school or something like that, a lot of people are like first generation entrepreneurs, especially this age we live in now where it's like social media, like, yo, I'm living my best life. Like I got my, you know, mm-hmm. people just sick, the, the branding and everything's on point. So <laughs> thousands and tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people see that and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna start my own business. I'm, I'm gonna, yep. so, but they have no clue that they about to get into... A punch fest. Yep. yep. (laughs) So (laughs) could you talk about like, especially when you're dealing with those type of clients that maybe they just have drive and have hustle, but they don't have any kind of knowledge. Like how do you onboard them and like serve to deliver value to them?
0: I like how you put that. And... (laughs) I think it took me a long time to understand that you can't say yes to everyone. And that is just the simple fact of it. Some people, you want to be able to help in every way that you can. Other people, you're going to realize is going to be a lot more work right. and a, a waste of time. Mm. So you have to say no. Um, And it really has to fit into what you're willing to do, your time capacity, what you have on your plate already, um, and really what you can provide to them that may help them if they're going to even take that knowledge and that information you're providing to them and utilize it. I've had clients who literally I've structured them from point A to point Z, and they used nothing
1: Mm. of what
0: I gave them. And then I have clients who use half of the work and then they're like, Oh, this is a great start. And you know, the tools that they wanted that I provided them, they didn't like it or, you know, so I think it's really dependent on, your mental capacity that's right um, what you value yourself as because honestly if you say I'm gonna go take on 10 clients today and then I'm gonna work on doing this it's not gonna work mm. you're just gonna get frustrated yes, and true. then you're gonna have to outsource more because you're gonna have to probably hire another Emma and then you know have her you know try to get these things done so it's it's more or less just understanding your value first mm. and what you want to take on, what your company's mission and what your company's representation is. And then what kind of clientele. because it's just the same thing as, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. It's exactly the same thing for your business. Show me your clients and I'll show you what kind of company you're running because it's literally not always good to just take everyone on.
1: So. Yes, that's right. And I think, when you first start off as an entrepreneur you're hungry you know you're inexperienced so you're like oh you got come on in come on in you're like you got all kind of weird clients looking all crazy come on in well but i think that's that process of refinement and just staying in the yeah. fight long enough to be like uh-uh i, I could see that from two three miles away that ain't it right yeah. there <laughs> and kind of yeah. you know but you said a lot of interesting points um now, when you're dealing with these clients, like what are some indicators that you look for that lets you know as to whether or not this is a client you want to work with?
0: One, if they don't know what they are wanting, in a how do I put this without sounding as if I'm being bougie or picky? I say, Sometimes <laughs> people know what they want, okay? It's as simple as that. So if you come in and you're saying to me that I need structure, I need to do this. I just don't know how to do it. Those are the people I want to work with mm. because they know what they want, but they just don't know how to do it themselves. But if you have someone, which I had a kind who was so hectic with craziness, but he just didn't have one, the time to even sit with a meeting with me. And then he didn't know where to even start. Mm. And I had to figure it out for him. It's your brand. It is your business. It is your world that I'm living in. So I cannot run your business for you. I'm assisting you run your own business and automate things for you so that you don't have to do all that work. But if you don't know where you want to start, then I can't structure all that for you because that takes me digging into your company, me learning more about you. And I have, you know, a set structure as to how we do our automation. So try to make sure that I have one, the, the patience and, <laughs> and that I'm not going to just say yes because I feel bad that you're so unstructured. But, yeah, I just like people who just know in the in the first leg of it what they want. And even if they're not like fully like, well, I know I need this, but I don't know if I really need this because, you know, they don't really know how to prioritize certain things. I can help them. I just can't help people who just don't know what they need in the beginning.
1: Yeah. And I, I think that's because int- if they don't know what they want in the beginning and they are frustrated and they have that energy, when they hire you, it's almost like they're just hiring somebody to pour that frustration on. Yep. And uh, that's a bad, you know, combination. No matter which way you look at it. Now, what? Let's dig into the, you know, meat and potatoes of it a little bit. What are some <laughs> of the tools that you do you use? Like Trainable? Do you use Google Docs? Like how you kind of mm-hmm. like roll in when somebody's like, okay, you know, Marie, here you go. I'm yours.
0: You know. What's funny is that I try to stay as common as possible, but I use the harder tools or the, the more, um, intricate in the word that I'm trying to say, you know what I'm trying to say, those tools I use for myself. So I'm actually in the midst of building a course that has, you know, a few of the things that are helpful. And then, um, what the tools that, that you use? You talked about teachable, which is why I mentioned that I use MemberVault. MemberVault is better than teachable to me. And it's a little bit less costly. But I use Zapier for automations in itself. Uh-huh. Um, I use Google Docs because Google Docs, and Google Drive, exactly. is the easiest, right, right simple, easy.
1: most basic. <laughs> right, right, easy. <laughs>
0: so, like, I have like um, client folders, and I have them set up in Google Drive nice. because who doesn't know how to use Google Drive? But you'd actually be surprised. You're
1: surprised. Like, what? What do you, you mean? Click drive? on the drive like, on the it's folder? Like, do you, how do you get this? What's the folder? Yeah, I never seen this before.
0: Like things like that, I
1: use ClickUp as my day to day. Yo, we man, we we and ClickUp, we wrote we roll heavy over here. Fun. Yo, we like army, that's that's we like army camp. We're like, yo, what's up, ClickUp? Like, you know what's crazy? I, when <laughs> I was when we were first starting the business, I my business partner was using Trello. I was like, nah, man, we ain't going yeah, no I like Trello. Trello. I was like, oh man, that's like kindergarten. Man. I was like, yo. <laughs> that started doing research. It was like Asana. It was Monday. It was yeah. a couple of other ones. It was like boot camp and some other ones. But ClickUp mm-hmm. was like it was like it was like this. It was
0: exactly. ClickUp was
1: like yo so good it's yo literally
0: yeah
1: ClickUp was, <laughs> I was like good. oh okay I was like what's going ClickUp <laughs> and what's crazy now even when we first started using it he was like nah man all this new stuff they probably going get-
0: exactly now
1: he's the one telling clients like okay so we're gonna pitch you in ClickUp and like. He's like an advocate for it now, so it's interesting, but I'm excited now. I'm even more excited to talk to you.
0: Yeah. (laughs) ClickUp is definitely, I think, one of the most advanced tools that people just sleep on. Um, and I use it as my CRM. Like I have my automations when I get, um, you know, a scheduled client or a call, it goes straight into there. So I can make sure I can use task boards because them things are needed. We need to stay organized and focused. And I, uh, use it for clients, but because there are less advanced clients that I have, sometimes clients just need the small, basic things like, let's just use Google drive. And then I have to talk you through that. And then if I put them in ClickUp, they're like, what? How? I don't understand. Assigned task. How do you move this thing? So it's it's really one of those things where I think a lot of times you just have to find tools that are commonly used, and then a lot of times I learn from clients. Like they're using ClaviO, they're yep. using you know they have so many other tools. Like I use Toggle to track my time. Okay, yeah, and so. That's what I use for myself and my staff. And then we try to make sure that, you know, I keep track of the project times and things like that. But most of the things I use on a day-to-day, I try to always find advancements for them because I get bored with stuff really easily when it comes to, like, the same tools. I like to see things advance. And if they're stuck in places, I don't like to use them. I use the for everything as well. So that's, like, where I actually um, get all my clients to, do contracts and you can send invoices so it's more of that kind of scale um but for clients it's just based on what they're already using or if they need like email marketing and things like that i use um mailchimp MailerLite. so it all depends there is i can go through a list of things (laughs) exactly um
1: those clients that that come in because i feel like some clients will come in like okay these are the tools i'm using already Mm-hmm. I already paid for it. I, I want to hear nothing new. Mm-hmm. And then you have those clients that are probably like, what are your recommendations? Can we switch things over? And then you have those clients that are like, right. I'm not using anything. Just tell me which ones to get. Right. Put the card on file. We'll go ahead and, and <laughs> yeah. work through those. Uh when when you when you think of like your successful clients or like the ones that have been with you the longest and they really see the value what are their characteristics or what what things do you notice about them that make them different from the ones that aren't successful
0: Mm, that's a great one um when i see how appreciative they are they're they're less um they're less i think when they first started with me they were very oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how to do these things. And they're less of that now. Mm-hmm. They're a lot calmer. They're a lot more at peace, whereas, you know, it, it takes that time to get there. And then also, they've kind of gotten accommodated to how we work together because you have to learn how to work with a client and to learn their ways of moving, their products, their business, their brand, understanding that in, in general. And I think over time, I've just learned that, one – it's easier to kind of like establish more of a personality trait or a characteristic building with each client on a different scale because you can't treat each client the same. Um, so I think over time I've just learned that you just gotta love everyone for what they, they, who they are and their branding and stuff like that. It's, Uh, it's It's
1: just, it's a, it's a process yeah every, everybody's like <laughs> oh i'm picking you back you
0: know,
1: like, <laughs> yeah you can't up the same. <laughs> yeah and I, and I tell my staff this because some clients woke up on the side, wrong side of the bed some clients are a little mischievous so they they like to you know push and pull buttons and you know what about this That's i thought true. that yeah. software yeah. was this and you know i'm just like hey yeah. look like you got to play ball. You know, you got to play ball. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to be flexible with some people. Like some people, I tell them, like some of the clients, you got to coddle them. I'm like, okay, okay. A little bit, oh, okay. Yeah. Some of these, have, yeah. some of them, you got to be a little tough. Like, no, what you mean? Nah. <laughs> um, eh, Some people, especially entrepreneurs, some, some of them get their kicks off being challenged or being in like tough yes, situations. Some, some of them, they need that uh, before they're like, oh, okay, you know what?
0: They need the the check-ins. They need you emailing them every week. They need the extra text messages and follow-ups.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, you know, I I appreciate that um, from different people. Now, the question I wanted to ask you was that your clients, right, because you're running a business. So how Mm -hmm. are you getting new clientele in? Because, you know, there's so many different ways. You know, for example, we have clients that we we do lead generation. So we're running like Facebook ads to bring new people in. Some people like we have word of mouth where you get like referrals. Yeah. But could you talk about like your your different pipelines and kind of like how those work?
0: Yeah. So there there have been a few different ways that i've been getting clients and one i have to give it to god because it's it's Come it's on definitely now. one of the things where i think god now. is honestly great oh, hold on hold on hold on hold
1: on hold on hold on we, gotta, gotta, do we gotta do the clap yo okay there okay, we go it this i told y'all this wifey <laughs> over here man she, heard, she said you got to do the clap <laughs>
0: got it to the club. But yeah, I, for sure it's been, you know, just honestly being committed to just following God's path. And then also honestly Clubhouse, when Clubhouse was first becoming a thing, um, Clubhouse was one of my biggest lead generations in um the beginning. And then Facebook, Instagram, you know, I feel like one the one thing that I've had to learn and still learning because it's a process is that your branding and your marketing, just as you said in the beginning, is so key mm. um, because, it's like, if you're targeting the wrong audience, you're never going to get who you're looking for. But then also it takes you going out there, you know. I've been referred by people, but also me going on Instagram and literally doing the strenuous thing of literally, in, like, doing dms to certain people i think i'm interested in working with you know doing that even though they're not going to see it all the time immediately i've had people who i've sent messages months ago to that's going to be booking time and i'm like well god thank you this is amazing you know so it's like things like that and also linkedin Mm. like the forces of actual job hunting LinkedIn, indeed, because people are posting ads. I need a VA. I need a person to help me do this. And you're like, hey, I can do this. So, yeah, yeah those are the ways I've been looking.
1: OK, awesome. 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 So are you because I see talking about LinkedIn card cardlytics and then mm-hmm. so are you doing that now currently or is yeah. Royal Executive Assistant full time?
0: Oh, no, I'm multi-talented. And I think for sure that you got to keep busy. Mm. You know, um, I have been working as an accountant for about 12 years, and it's definitely very far from being a virtual assistant. But um, I started doing role as a royal executive uh, probably in 2010, officially with a name like a couple years after that. But I do both a corporate job and then I do uh my business because Come on now. You can't.
1: Come on now. You can't. You just Come man, on now. Stopping you. Come on now. So it just works out. Hold on, they got a different one here. Let me see what this one does right here. Let me let me see this one. <laughs> oh, this is chair. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, how does the CardLynx play into or like the accounting of carlytics play into the knowledge or experience that's being given to royal um assistants executive assistants
0: so it plays by me having my own bookkeeper skills mm. i don't have to worry about paying someone to do my accounting um but at the same time i do You know, again, want to delegate certain things because if you want to be a CEO for yourself, you want to be able to have people doing tasks. So one of the things that I try to do my best is keep my own bookkeeping throughout the year, but I still have a tax, you know, accountant who does all that stuff. Um, but Carletics is so different in its own way. <laughs> I like accounting. I have nothing to do, has nothing to do with virtual assisting, but it has taught me over the years Excel and how to, you know, do like different kind of methods worth working with different um, kind of softwares and things like that. So I've utilized different softwares that I've used at that corporate job within my company. And it's been very useful at times, but again, because client to client cases, it doesn't really matter what I know from that company.
1: Wow. Nah, <laughs> that, that's super dope. That's super dope. And you know, you were talking about like the referrals. So mm-hmm. how do you how do you know that you're like, man, like this client, I've, I've done my best for them. Like I've put them in a position where they can excel. Like what does that look mm-hmm. for you and for your company?
0: For certain people, it looks a lot smaller than it would for other companies. Sometimes some people just really need a task manager. Mm. They just need something that they can keep themselves structured on a day-to-day basis. And that's all. Some people need more of a structural thing. I'm working on a client right now and she needs an email marketing um like project set up for the whole year so we are setting up emails to automatically go out for the entire year for her and it's one of those shameless things of making sure that triggers are working and people are you know you know automations are actually functioning the way they're supposed to um but sometimes people just need things to work in the background so they don't have to worry about it um and those are the people that i kind of look at like oh I got, because I put myself in the email th- thread, so I'm like, oh, this works. It's working. Oh, man. So I feel successful in that sense. <laughs> sometimes, oh. sometimes I just get people who's just like, oh, yeah, I really just, this helped me so much because now I can actually put my stuff on a calendar and I feel like I'm functioning well. And so some some people small... I guess, um, awards or accomplishments to them like that is, is, it's still a big success to me because I've helped
1: them. Mm, I see what you're talking about now. You know, you you talked about being like faith driven and being a woman of God and things like that. And, you know, I was like, yes. So (laughs) how, how does that play into the business? Like when you, when you think about your relationship with God and like the, the business that you're building, like, how do you intertwine it two, Or like, how does one influence the other?
0: Uh, what I would like to say about that. It's, it's very, it's very sweet because I love how God has graced me in the way where a lot of times I don't even know where half of this information comes from. Oh, I'm wow. just like, okay, what is this? All right. When I first started doing a lot of my own protocols and kind of like my, uh, my setup for my business, it was as if god was preparing me mm, to just come on literally now. set things up in the way that they were and at the time i was like but i don't need this right now <laughs> i don't have to do this why am i doing
1: this?" oh man
0: and i was so frustrated because i was like but i don't need automation in this sense and so when i was doing even like different um uh you know different kind of like structural work i said all right i'm just gonna be patient and obedient and trust. And as literally, I and I kid you not, as time went by, mm-hmm. I saw God manifesting where I was utilizing the things that there you go. I needed to set up. There you go. So, it was just like, okay, so the reason why I always try to make sure that I acknowledge that it's not me, mm. it's literally God is preparing me. Even this, this conversation we're having, I am so grateful because when you approach me and two, you know I'm able to share this information with you and whoever's listening, and then it's like now I'll be able to use this as a different kind of facet to get you know clientele there you go so I think it's one of the things where you just have to be grateful that you're you're being obedient, and that's the biggest thing
1: come on with the come on now come on with come on now come on <laughs> with the come on now now and, 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 and this is dope because. You're right. Is the, the preparation and the obedience and this, you know, hindsight, seeing how, you know, everything yes. connects. And what's crazy is, you know, I'm going to keep things real, you know, like, because, you know, I felt like God has just been pointing me like, hey, I, I need you to start your own ministry. I've been preparing you. I love that. You learn how to build a business like you are surrounded by people of faith. Like I need you to go out into the world and like, and even the, the, the name of the podcast master mastermind your life. I just felt God saying, you know what? Like I need you to to, to mastermind the church and the mastermind your life church and yeah, things I like that. that. So when you came on today, I thought we'll just be talking about VA and some stuff I'm like, okay, this cool keep it pushing. <laughs> when you came on and he was like, God, I was like, God, okay. I, I see. <laughs> The signs from God. I'm like, okay, this is amazing. So I'm I'm super super excited, super thankful too as well to hear, you know, because when you were like, oh yeah, you're doing the VA and the assistant from the uh father's who's a preacher, your mom's the mm-hmm. preacher too as well. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, that's that's super dope. So you know, thinking about kind of like the future and thinking about you know where you're headed. How do you see the company like because one thing that's interesting is that when you're dealing with businesses, especially like businesses at different levels, like sometimes Mm -hmm. people just need a dedicated email copywriter. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the uh, businesses we work with is a uh, it's actually kind of interesting. It's called Black Smoke. They're the second largest independent Mm. gospel label and wow. yeah yeah recently uh i had to help them on board like a email copywriter because i do i feel like i do every i'm the automation zapier running around shop Yay. shopify store you know running facebook yeah, ads boy, like yeah. just running around like just trying to get everything up and running for them because they're they're like old schools they're like what's the shopify stuff that's the what that's what the kids <laughs> doing now huh? okay okay well, i need to go around <laughs> with that stuff too and yeah i'm seeing like okay so i was like boom went to upwork interviewed some people for like email copyright okay. found one that i think was going to be a good fit boom you know lays liaison and kind of getting things but as you see you know royal executive assistants grow like and people are like okay you guys do do you have an email copywriter do you have somebody a facebook ad specialist like i need mm-hmm. so how, how do you see the company growing over the next few years
0: I think for the most part, I am trying to, I'm going to go back to God. I'm going to try to just stay in the path of taking it at a moment and a stride at a time, because I have been thinking so forward and so fast forward that I can tell you literally five years of a plan right now. You know, especially even this year, you know, like I mentioned, the whole course thing, getting the course out, getting that to be a residual income, you you know, That's one of the biggest things. And then making sure, honestly, you know, that I have some steps that are going to continuously advance me because I need to make sure that my business is not going to be just, you know, sitting behind everyone. I want to be in the forefront, you know? So I try to, could you break that down
1: a little bit more? Could you, that last statement, you said the business, break that down. In the forefront
0: of just because they're, there's so many people who are coming into the VA world, so many people who are going to learn about automation and the importance of it. I don't want to be behind. And I don't think God has put me in a place to be behind because certain things like this has to be put in the forefront. And so I have to be unique and I have to be special. How can I do that? And that's what I have to identify, you know? So trying to make sure that I'm doing different things kind of branding Mm. like making sure that i'm not you know saying the same things that these all these other people are saying so my color scheme is different it's royal it's you know i I felt like i was a part of the royal priesthood so i tried to entangle that in there so just being different and also making sure that you're not um just another facebook another linkedin another you know Mm. instagram you know i don't want to be a doordash and a um once the other one's a theme press or a steam, sh- I want to be different. I want to be different. That, that's so, so just having
1: to do things. so so <laughs> powerful, and it's
0: hard though. It's it's, it's a thing, you know.
1: I, and I feel like it's it's like getting into a rhythm with the content. I ain't gonna sit here and pretend like you know I got the content game on lock and everything. But I you know I spoke to I, I forgot how many episodes it was. I think her name was Just Annalisa. Okay. and
0: okay.
1: Um, I think she was doing VA too as well. And I feel like it it, is the branding because I feel like as time goes on in the next couple of years, branding is going to be so much more because nowadays everybody's running ads. Oh yeah. Nowadays everybody's got an account, everybody. So it's kind of like what kind of thought and what kind of energy have you put into your brand to separate it from everybody else? And you know, there, there's different things that people can do, but I feel like it's one of those things whereby you kind of just have to meditate and like just keep putting action into mm-hmm. it. Um, so no, 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 no. That's that's super dope. That's super dope. Um, now, I think you're in Atlanta, right? I am. So Atlanta has business entrepreneurs, Busting out the scene like
0: crazy, like crazy. Black
1: women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, according to Forbes. I, I think that was even just twenty twenty or something. So I can only imagine mm-hmm. what it is right now. You have so many Trishona, Sierra, S Q, six figure. Mm-hmm. Anybody that you can think of, they're they're they're, they're running this race. they mm-hmm. uh, Ellie talks money. There's so many of them. When you when you when you see that realm when you see that you know these individuals and what they're doing especially as black women how does that resonate with you what are some thoughts that come to your mind like what are your thoughts on it
0: the one thing i've always tried to remind myself is that i'm in my own lane Mm -hmm. i cannot um i am inspired by women who are running this world right now but I know that they may or may not know even the level of things that I know in my mind, you know? So I have to really try to find, you know, the peace in not being so overly, um, I guess like not, not just trying to be so like, Oh my gosh, they're doing this. I want to do this. Oh my gosh. They're, they're Their name is on this magazine or they So I want to just be, I kind of want to be like a Jay-Z. Jay-Z is rich. Okay. Filthy rich but no one knows what the heck he's doing Mm. to get that in rich. And it's like one of those things where you're going to know my business and you're going to know who I am. You're not going to know my brand, but you're not going to know how it took me to kind of get there. You know, it's just going to be one of those things where I'm going to be there and you're going to want me
1: Mm. because
0: I'm going to be wanted. Um, With that being said though, it's an inspiration. I think everyone who is literally running this world right now, women and men, I'm so inspired to know that it took them to be from little old nobodies to someone who is literally at the top right now of their game and they can only grow, you know? So I want to be that person. But the one biggest thing just by being, I think, in the ministry of church is just remembering to be humble. That's right. And I just want to remember that, you know, like I don't want to have to. Say, oh, yeah, I'm about to sit here. I'm about to make these millions in, like, five years. Like, I got this plan. I'm about to, you know. But I can tell you that. Hey, hey, hey.
1: (laughs) There we go. I can tell you that. There we go. But,
0: you know, I want you to see it manifest in my life. Because I am exactly who I say I am. And I know who I am. And I just want to be able to prove that through my actions and my my value.
1: There we go. Nah, I, I, I love it. I love it. And as we begin to wrap up, you know, as you see... Like this field in this arena and kind of like you said, like staying humble and remaining in your lane and like Jay-Z and that's such a huge inspiration, which is dope because it's like, man, we live in America, which is like, there's no other time. You know, there's an explosion of entrepreneurship. It's it's and- all around you. It's like, I think, you know, one thing that's crazy for the people that are in their 20s, that are in their teens people that are in their 30s and 40s, people are going to be looking, even 50s, the people are going to be looking 10, 15, 20 years from now, when you get there and be like, dang, what did you do with that 10, the 15, exactly. and 20 that we had when it was like this <laughs> explosion of all this opportunity and everything that was going on? What did you make out of yourself? What did you make out mm-hmm. of it? You know, and there's going to be tons of people who regret. There's going to be tons yeah. of people that have built up, that were diligent, that, mm-hmm. you know, have wealth, going places, doing things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the key thing is wanting to be seen, but not by putting yourself in such a vast spotlight. Like, if that makes sense. Like, you want people to see you for who you are and by your value, by your works, but not by you saying, yeah, I did this. I know how to do this. I don't, you know, not by putting yourself on such a, a, Grandiose. Uh, yeah, yo, it's the flex so era it's like, we in,
1: yo. You flex, you gotta flex the Louis bag, yo. The drip you, you
0: do it. You know, it's just like you gotta, but you have to do it in such a classy way. Classic, like girl. it has to be classy, and it has to be somewhere where you just you're like when when certain people walk in a room, mm. you literally feel them. You feel their energy walking the room. Everyone who knows, like, and I don't idolize them per se, but I know, you know, people do. So Beyonce, when Beyonce and Jay-Z walks in a room, people going to, they're not going to be like, oh, my God, Beyonce. They're going to be quiet because they want to see if Beyonce notices them. Mm. But they're going to try to go on Beyonce's path. Like, you understand? I so, you soon. It's kind of like a thing where you have to make those introductions and those um, entries in a way where, it's supposed to be aligned, but not forced. Mm. If you forced it, people are not going to want to work with you because you're just a little bit pushy. Yeah, I know you could do this, but why would I want to work with you when I could just literally approach people that I want to work with?
1: Mm.
0: So it's just, but it's hard. You got to find that path.
1: Got to find so. that path. People trying to figure it I don't know. People coming out with like G-wagons out here with the Christian you know Dior drips. I'm like, gee, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, they like, yo, start your LLC now. A week from now, you're going to get the G-Wagon. When you get the G-Wagon, put it in your business name. Then from there, you get the condo up in the sky. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. It's that easy, huh? It's that easy. It is, apparently. Nah,
0: nah.
1: <laughs> so, where can the good people find you? You know, definitely. You know, where are somebody's like, man? You know what? I need a VA. I need automation. I need somebody to help with the structure. With you know, how can they get in contact with you? How can they reach you?
0: Yes, so my Instagram is definitely the best place to reach me or even my website, royalassistance.com. It is one of the places that I like for people to start so that they can see just visually who I am and just a little bit of the things that I offer in, in, in services. But then also, you know, through you because this hey. is a great, great, great podcast. Thank and you. And I'm really appreciative of what you have done by just approaching me today. And you know, I, I wish you all the best. I because honestly, that. speaking to you today was just a blessing for me and I'm very grateful that we had just a great introduction and a great time to chat prior to this. So that's cool. Yeah,
1: I was nah, <laughs> I gotta tell y'all what happened? So I upgraded the whole like suite. I went from StreamYard, so this is called Riverside, which is a new like podcast exclusive program. And they got something called like an electronic media board. So this is like five minutes, four minutes, like something like that before the podcast starts. And I'm chilling in my chair, like clicking stuff. I'm uploading sounds into the program so that it could be used during the interview and all of us all of a sudden I hear hey I'm like hey I'm like what in the world I'm like <laughs> I didn't click on a sound that said hey I was like maybe something else and I'm like oh snap I'm like yo uh-uh. I'm like yo what's going on yeah oh I, I didn't even so see funny. you there. I was like yo oh I was like because I didn't in Streamyard, they don't see you until you add them into the chat. So I had no idea. He's like, "Man, like, what kind of podcast is this? Like, yo, well what's up? We chilling in here. Like, yo, you know what's going? So I didn't even know. I was like, I was shocked. You, 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 got me off guard. I was like, oh snap! Like,
0: I love it. I think first impressions are the best impressions, and you've given one that I will always remember. <laughs> Of my life, so that's really cool.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, my masterminders. Until next time, I got like three, four other podcasts today, and like two tomorrow. So
0: nice.
1: I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. You're busy,
0: and I love it. I hope that everything goes well for you, and keep in contact with me. If you ever want to talk about anything, I know you're doing your pastoral stuff. I'm I'm new
1: to all of that. I don't
0: know everything. So I'm just like, God,
1: you're going to take me, but I feel like God just gave me a vision for, like, the Mastermind Your Life Church, and he just, like, just like, as of late, like, the last couple, like, two weeks, you know, I've been talking to my people about it, but... You know, I've been trying to like, so I'm definitely gonna get in touch. Like, I, I'm like, okay, do I go to theology? Do I go to a Christian? Like, I can't just show up and be like, and God said separate the what? And, you know, <laughs> and just be like, yo, where he come from? Like, yo, right. going too much, man. All the God said it and God did it, and <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm excited. So you know, wherever he leads me, but I feel like this talking to you today was a great indicator because I feel like it's crazy but as of late i just feel like god is just like stronger and stronger like this hey i i need you to make that move bro i need you to get into yeah. the ministry there's a lot be going, yeah be obedient and I'm, I'm not even gonna lie i feel like maybe he's been saying that to me before but i was like come on now i don't want to be no preacher like that ain't cool like i come on now like that ain't the move but now i'm 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 a little older i'm like you know what I'm I, can, I, can, I seeing some stuff, and I feel like his, the vision that he's giving me makes a lot of sense. So I, I'm, I'm excited. excited. All right, all right. My masterminders, Marie, thank you again. I'm going to make sure I leave all the links there so people can get in touch with you. Appreciate <laughs> thank you. Thank
0: you. Thank you so much. Have a good
1: one. You too now. Take care. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Mastermind Your Life podcast with Tolu Owoyemi. We hope you enjoy. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And follow Tolu on Instagram at T-O-L-U dot O-W-O-Y-E-M-I. Keep mastering your life and we'll see you here next time.